This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings. Welcome to the season of Advent. It is a little bit of a quicker Advent season in that we have three full weeks, and then our fourth Sunday of Advent is the day before Christmas Day. So I really invite us as we're already into the second Sunday of Advent to just really absorb these days, take advantage of the time that you have to read scripture, to pray, to be in the quiet, to be in the silence. I want to welcome those of you who are using the Hail Mary media app that has been produced through Matre Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. It's a beautiful app to have anytime, but particularly in this Advent to Christmas season, there are so many prayers and podcasts and resources for you to stay in touch with novenas, to be able to pray together as a community and to find out what's happening in the local Catholic community here in the states of Oregon and Washington. So if you have not yet downloaded for free the Hail Mary media app, I'm going to invite you right now, if you're on your cell phone, to get to your cell phone store where you can get those those apps and to download for free. Just type in the words Hail Mary. Mary Media, and you'll be able to access this podcast, Faith Moments, and all of the great programs, including the Rosary and the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and I know the St. Andrew Christmas Novena, which is prayed all the way through Christmas Eve, they're all available on that media app, so do check that out. Well, let's begin with this second Sunday of Advent, and let's start with the opening collect prayer, which you will hear the priest pray at the beginning of Mass on the second week on the Sunday of Advent. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Our first reading is a reading from the prophet Isaiah. This is chapter 40. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. 
a voice cries out, In the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up onto a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The Word of the Lord. The Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 85. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The second reading is a reading from the second letter of St. Peter, chapter 3. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be? Conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. But according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading is a reading from the Holy Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 1. 
the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in Isaiah, the prophet, behold, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. These readings are so powerful. And again, coming into the time of Advent, it is a short season, only four weeks. And so I really encourage myself as I encourage you to to go deeper into these readings, to take some time, to make some time. You have to make time to absorb the season of Advent. I like to have a theme or, or as I look at these readings, I think, what is what is coming from these three readings and the the responsorial psalm. And there's this word promise, promise. And we hear it quite often in the, the reading of Peter today, prepare for the promise. All of last month in November, we've heard different ways in which the Lord has taught the, the crowds and his apostles how to prepare, how to prepare what? For the coming of the Lord, for, for the final coming for the final coming of the Lord, how will you prepare the way you're entrusted? You're entrusted with your life. You're entrusted with your vocation. You're entrusted with particular gifts and ways in which to use those gifts, one to better your own heart and, and to better your heart for relationship, a right relationship with the one who made you. So what we've been entrusted with is to build a relationship with God and in doing that, we build our relationship with those around us, with creation itself. How do I treat the world in which God has given me to live and to dwell? Whether it's to care for clean water and clean air, uh, to care for the crops and the farmers, but to care for the people, to care for God's creation. And that begins with my relationship with how do I respect myself the holy dignity of the human person begins with how I look at my own image. Do I reflect the image of the likeness of God? Purity, humility, holiness. Boy, we hear this in the reading from Peter, but let's just go to the first reading of Isaiah. I hope that many of you are familiar with Handel's Messiah. This, I've probably talked about this in, in past episodes, but you know, Handel's Messiah God bless Handel and, and the, the inspiration that came to him. This is one of the pieces of music. I think it was less than 30 days that Handel wrote 
the words and all of the music. If you listen to Handel's Messiah, and I encourage you, I know locally in our local Archdiocese of Portland, there's a beautiful community that is under the direction of uh, Bravo Bravo Northwest and uh, some amazing conductors, Michael Kissinger and Maria Monzo have directed Handel's Messiah for over 25 years, every year at this time. And not only are there the voices which proclaim the words that you hear in Handel's Messiah, which is coming from sacred scripture, but also you hear all of these different musicians and all of these different instruments from the oboe to the clarinet, to the piccolo, to the drums. I mean, all of these different voices and sounds that reflect the the prophecy of the promise, the birth, the life, the passion, the death, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you hear at the beginning of Handel's Messiah, all of the prophecy. And we hear here in, in Isaiah, comfort, give comfort to my people. This is one of the earliest pieces that you hear in the whole two plus hours of Handel's Messiah. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Are you preparing a highway for your God so that God has easy access to you? He's made you. But over time, we have had people turn away and grumble and be so interested in themselves, so interested in their own self-enlightenment that they have put rocks and ruddiness in the midst of their hearts that has become a stumbling block for them to recognize the herald of good news. You know, and, and there's this promise here in Isaiah, like a shepherd, like a shepherd, he cares and feeds his flock in the arms. He gathers the lambs. The promise is that the Lord has spoken. The Lord shall be revealed and all people will see this together is part of the promise. The Psalm even says, Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation in the promise, prepare for the promise. The promise is salvation for all peoples, salvation for all peoples. I want to share with you the boy. go into the book of, where do I have it here? In the book of, of Peter, first and second Peter, it's not very big. It's not a very big chapter in the Bible, in the New Testament. But when you go to chapter three, in the day of the second coming, Dina Marie, we're supposed to be preparing for Christmas. Yes, we prepare to recognize that Christ was born. Born, he came into heaven, Emmanuel, God is with us. But even greater than that coming, and that is the greatest coming in the incarnation. Yes, but that coming is to prepare us so that we will be ready for the second coming. And in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 3, and I'm going to read a little bit of what we didn't hear in the reading today in our, in our second week of Advent. The writer says, know this first of all, this is verse 3, chapter 3. That in the last days, scoffers will come to scoff, living according to their own desires and saying, 
Where is the promise of his coming? Hear that word promise? From the time when our ancestors fell asleep, everything has remained as it was from the beginning of creation, the scoffers say. They deliberately ignore the fact that the heavens existed of old and earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. Through these, the world that then existed was destroyed. Think about Noah and the ark deluged with water. The present heavens and earth have been reserved by the same word for fire kept for the day of judgment, the day of judgment, the second coming and of destruction of the godless. And then we get into our reading verse eight and then verse nine says, the Lord does not delay his promise as some regard delay, but he is patient with you not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, many have asked the question, when is the Lord coming on on the second coming? And Jesus has made it very clear. No one will know. Only the father knows. So it's a mute point. Don't worry about that. What you can spend your life doing is being, as Matthew Kelly would say, the best version of yourself, but be ready for the coming of the Messiah. And so verse 13 says, but according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwell. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, we're awaiting these things. Be eager to be found without blemish, without spot or blemish before him. Be at peace. See, this is what we should be focused on, not worrying about when will be the day. The day will come. Are you prepared for the promise? Are you prepared? Because as you prepare, honestly, humbly, preparing for the Lord, you show evidence in your life to others who may scoff, who may not believe, who may have not a clue that the Lord has promised them eternal life. You're living out faithfully preparing for that promise to come. The final few sentences here in chapter three of second Peter say, therefore, beloved, since you are forewarned, we have heard in sacred scripture, old Testament revealed and fulfilled through the birth, the life, the passion, the death, the resurrection, the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. He sent us the Holy spirit. All of that. We have been forewarned. Be on your guard not to be led into the error of the unprincipled and to fall from your own stability, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grow in grace. Grow in grace. That's what we should be doing every day. To him be glory now and to the day of eternity. Amen. That's Second Peter chapter 3. Read it. People probably don't think, I wasn't really thinking, oh, 2 Peter chapter 3, I'm going to go to that for some Advent readings. There it is. It's right there. And we have it in the second Sunday of Advent. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, do you await the promise of the king? Be eager. Do it now. Don't wait. 
to be found without spot, without spot or blemish. That means have a right relationship with God. That means regularly visit the sacrament of reconciliation daily, if not hourly, if not constantly, as St. Paul urges, be it prayer, be it a conversation with God. Does that mean I have to pray my rosary and all of these beads and the, the, these formal prayers? No, that means be a person of prayer who is always conscious that Jesus Christ is present. Be aware of God's presence in your life at all times. Be talking to the Lord in your heart, in your mind. When you have those evil thoughts or when you have doubts or when you have these disgruntled scoffers, push them out with a glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. Believe in the Trinity. Call out to the Trinity. Call out to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Help me to have that life of grace as you are filled with grace, Mary. Pray for me now and at the hour of my death. Be at peace. Be at peace. God is, is, is wanting, you know, his time is not like our time. Would it be that the Lord is waiting? You know, we have a certain way of, of comprehending waiting so that every single knee shall bow. How long will that take? I don't know. Every single knee shall bow at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every single knee shall bow. I pulled out the words to, O come, O come, O come all ye faithful. Sing choirs of angels, sing an exultation, sing all ye citizens of heaven above, all of the saints. Glory to God in the highest, all glory in the highest. And it says, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. That's the incarnation. Pray about the incarnation. Adore him by falling on your knees. Spend time in adoration the season of Advent. Be ready to receive the promise by your preparation. Listen to the hark of St. John the Baptist as he cries out in his humility, in his simplicity. He knows his purpose. He knows his vocation. He is fulfilling the role that he has as the prophet to bring us the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare the way for the Lord. Open up your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask for the assistance of St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist, help me to prepare the way for the Lord today and always. May Christ reign in your hearts. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.